The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Tennessee and Denver. Tennessee gets the 16-14 win. This is the weirdest game ever. You've got Steven Goskowski misses four kicks in the game. And how do the Titans win? Oh, a last-second field goal by Steven <laughs> Goskowski. Like, what is going on? Yeah, so he misses uh, attempts from 47. Uh, the 44 run was like tipped slash blocked. Um, 42. And then an extra point, as you mentioned. And then, and then he makes the 25-yard game winner, the chip shot. Now, uh, you know, I look at that and I feel like, you know, the Titans should have won that game more comfortably. I mean, how could you not say that? You know, you look at all those missed kicks. Um, and, I, and I still feel good about the Titans' outlook. You know, I have them seventh in my power rankings. I, I still feel um, not like amazing about them, but I feel solid about them. Don't feel as good about Denver. Um, yeah, I mean, it, that's that's what the game did, came down to me. It was just like the kicks. It's like you got to fix – You got they have to figure that out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how they're going to move forward um, with this unreliable of a kicker. Tennessee had the worst field goal unit in the league last year. They missed – they missed 56% of their field goals, which is insane. Um, but this is, to me, this is exactly who the Titans are because this is who Mike Vrabel is. I call him baby Belichick. Like, this is exactly who, oh, your kicker sucks? Doesn't matter. Oh, you're down late? No problem. We'll drive down the field with a quarterback that nobody really wanted in Ryan Tannehill, and we'll get in position. Oh, the kicker is really struggling? No problem. We'll get to, like, the 10-yard line so even he can't miss this and this final thing. Like, all these coaches have left New England, and they've tried to be Bill Belichick. Vrabel actually is him. He coaches exactly the same way. Yeah, and I guess he was never really on the coaching staff, right? Like he, he was obviously just he had played for Bill Belichick, so that's always kind of like a funny thing too. So technically, he's like not even part of you know Bill Belichick's coaching tree, you know, officially. Um, obviously, you know the influence is there, and that's what matters. Uh, what you're talking about, yeah. I just wanted to get to Denver on their side. Like, I think Drew Locke is fine. Like, I don't think he's good. Uh, you know. You could you could do worse, but I think ultimately kind of just fine. Um, saw he missed some throws, left some plays on the field in that game. I think Denver is going to have to win with a strong defense and a running game. And I just I don't like the teams that win that way. That just doesn't hold up year to year. You know, you look at like the teams uh, who do this in the past, and it's like you know the Jaguars when they were good with Blake Bortles, and uh, you know even the Bears with Trubisky. Like just these teams who uh, you know don't have that real answer at quarterback. So. Uh, yeah, not as encouraged by Denver's outlook. You know, not a terrible game for them, but just didn't really move the needle for me. Yeah, I like Drew Locke. My question with Denver is Vic Fangio. You know, some guys are awesome coordinators, but not very good head coaches. And I'm starting to wonder if Vic Fangio falls into that category. And last night was a perfect example. Time management. I mean, I don't know these coaches, like, have they never played Madden before? Do they not understand, like, how time works? I know you're dealing with a lot. But let me set up the situation for you. So the Titans, it's 14 to 13 Denver. The Titans are driving. It's the two-minute warning, and the Titans are at midfield. So they're feeling pretty good about themselves. Denver has all three timeouts, and Tennessee starts moving the ball into field goal range. And Vic Fangio is not using his timeouts. There's 90 seconds left. It's second and four at the Denver 29. And what do they do? Tennessee, because Mike Rabel is smart. He's like, hey, we're already in field goal range. So they run the ball with Derrick Henry. They gained 13 yards, and there's no timeout from Vic Fangio. So there was 93 seconds left when they ran that play at the 29. The next play they run, there's 49 seconds left. What is Vic Fangio doing 
saving his timeouts. Tennessee is already in field goal range. You've essentially already given up the lead. You're giving your offense no chance to get the ball back and score at the end of the game. Vic Fangio also hired Pat Shermer as his offensive coordinator, <laughs> which is why to me. I mean, as as an Eagles you know fan who's had to watch Pat Shermer uh, be the team's offensive coordinator before. And I know obviously he did some good things in Minnesota, but like, I just don't buy that man. Like I, I really just don't. I mean, you look what he did the giants and you look at his failures to me more than his successes. And I just, like, how is that the most inspiring option you could get this off season? So yeah, I just don't feel really that great about Denver. I thought it was a terrible decision. And he tried to defend it later by saying, well, they went out of bounds and they threw an incompletion. By the time that happened, there was 30 seconds left in the game. Like you've already missed it, Vic. It's too late, Ben. Like that, <laughs> I'm so I just if you look every week, there's a coach with clock management who just completely does not know what the hell they're doing. Congratulations, Vic Fangio. You win. It passed from Andy Reid to uh, Vic Fangio. The, yeah, the Super Bowl. The way, Denver ended the game with two timeouts. So good thing you saved them because mm. what? I mean, it's just it's infuriating. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.